Welcome to the Millennial Missions Podcast. Our heart is to connect missionaries all around the world, filling them with hope as they strive to fulfill their calling in Christ and to empower others to go. Hey, welcome back to the Millennial Missions Podcast. My name is Tyler Lee. I want to thank you so much for joining me today. Wherever you are, whether it's in the car, in the house, at work, at Starbucks, or whatever coffee house you're at, I want to thank you. It means a lot to invite me into your time, and I'm excited about today. Today's going to be a lot like last week. There were things that I wanted to say that I just didn't quite get to, and um, I'm trying to be respectful of your guys' time. I know there are a lot of other podcasts that you guys listen to. You know, Most people don't just listen to one podcast, so I'm trying to keep things relatively close to that 30-minute mark. Except when I have a guest, then I'm probably going to, they're, they're going to be longer. But I hope that's okay with you guys. So I want to, I want to continue to expound on what we talked about in our last podcast about know what you believe and why. There are a lot of things in the Bible that, that can be confusing or, you know, it might just be easier to say, well, that's just what the Bible says. But you need to know why you believe it. You know, why is murder bad? You know, why do you believe that? You know, answers to everything, you know, whether, 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 I mean, literally everything. You know, do you believe that, that it was, you know, seven, seven consecutive days or seven days over time? Why? You know, do you believe that, you know, I don't know, Jonah was swallowed by a whale. Why? All these things. Why? You know, we just saw that on the news, you know, recently about that man who was swallowed by the whale and came out alive. It's crazy. Or was it, it was it was it was a whale. I'm pretty sure it was a whale. Yeah, it was a whale. I mean crazy crazy. Crazy. Of course the Bible just says giant fish. So it could have been the Kraken. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> We just know why, why you know there 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 is a a belief that well science and 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 the Bible cannot coincide, but that's not true at all. There is a way that it lines up together, and to not get into all that because it's not really what I'm trying to do here in this podcast is is talk about that. But you can't have a why to most things now there are some things where you just basically you're gonna have to just be like you know what i believe this because i trust in 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 jesus and he he said this and i'm 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 following it's kind of like the same thing you know when you're okay with your parents where your 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 mama your daddy they just said you know you're just gonna have to trust me when you ask them why same thing. Some things we just have to. And I feel like I should have said that last week, but it just didn't didn't get to it. Sometimes some things you do just have to just be. Why? Because I trust them. Because I trust them. And if they keep pressing, they keep throwing at things. You know what? We just have two different beliefs on, on this, two different two different ways of thinking. 
I trust him because he's never, never steered me wrong. He's never let me down. I trust him. Sometimes, sometimes that's what, what, what's going to be the case. Sometimes that's what you're going to have to do. You know, but there, there's, there is a lot of things in the Bible. And you know what? Do this too. Be like, well, why do you believe it? Because the Bible says so. Well, really you think that's enough? Well, the Bible's not been wrong before. <laughs> you know, just show, you know, the historical evidence that line with the Bible. I mean, think about it. Think of all the things that are, that happen that the Bible records. You know, there's historical evidence of, of the Israelites in Egypt. There's historical evidence evidence of the Babylonian captivity there is historical evidence of the Roman Empire taking over the world uh, there is historical evidence for, for all these things a lot of what happened in the Bible you read about in history you know one of the biggest things that shocked me was when the Bible made reference to Alexander the Great. Because I think a lot of the times we think of history and the Bible as two separate things. That there's history and then there's the Bible. That we don't always put them together. That we don't always pretend that, you know, the Bible is historical. That the Bible records history. You know, it wasn't a history textbook, so obviously there are some things that, you know, we don't see in our history books, but, you know, King David was a real person. He built the temple. The temple was a real place. All these things were recorded. You know, and the Bible has, you know, we talk about persecution. The Bible has dealt with more persecution than most and so, but it still survived. And, you know, they had those Dead Sea Scrolls come out. And they, you know, after further study, you know, they actually said that the Bible was, is even more accurate than they originally thought it was. Think about that. They said it was like 99 point something accurate. I mean, that, that's crazy. And of course, you got many different Greek scholars that, you know, say one thing, say another. I mean, it's fine. It's fine. But it to be that accurate today, thousands of years later, it's just absolutely crazy. It's not crazy. It's God. It's what it is. And then think about all the prophecies that the Bible has, has stated. And think about them. Just think about them. I mean, I, I brought it up. I think it was in Ezekiel. I think it was in Ezekiel that they prophesied about Alexander the Great. About a man coming out and taking over the world, basically. Leading, leading you know, in his youth, le leading a, 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 an empire over, you know. And, um, I mean, just, just, just historical things. That the Bible prophesied hundreds of years before prophesied about the Babylonian captivity prophesied about the temple being destroyed 
I mean, absolutely, so many things. Prophesied about Jesus being real. I mean, sorry, about Jesus coming. And that brings up the whole other, other, other conversation. You know, yes, it's one thing to trust in the Bible. But what about Jesus? What about Jesus? Because you have people say, well, Jesus wasn't a real person. Or Jesus didn't do that. You know, that is probably one of the stupidest things somebody could say. Jesus wasn't even real. No, there is historical fact that Jesus was a real person. Before we read the scriptures on Jesus, has you know, has anyone ever questioned the validity of the existence of Jesus? A man who presumably lived 2,000 years ago. I want to read a couple of things to you guys. I hope you'll find it interesting. A Roman historian, Tacitus, I think is how you say his name. Tacitus in AD 64. He wrote, Nero fastened the guilt on a class hated for their abominations called Christians by the populace. Christians from whom the name had its origin suffered the extreme, I'm sorry, Christus from whom the name had its origin, origin, suffered the extreme penalty during the reign of Tiberius at the hands of Pontius Pilate. Christus is what? He's talking about Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. From whom the name had its origin. We all know that Christians, the term Christian came from Christ. It was, during, it was suffered at the extreme penalty during the reign of Tiberius at the hands of Pontius Pilate. And a most mischievous superstition thus checked for the moment again broke out not only in Judea, the first source of the evil, but even in Rome. This guy was not a Christian who wrote this. He was a Roman historian who did not even agree with the Christian belief, but he wrote about Jesus right here. Lucian, who was Greek in the second century, so so well after Tacitus, but he said the Christians worship a man to this day, the distinguished personage who introduced their noble rites and was crucified on that account. It was impressed on them by their original lawgiver that they are all brothers from the moment that they are converted and deny the gods of Greece and worship the crucified sage and live after his laws. Come on now. So you have, and I have, I have more, but we're not going to, we're not going to worry about it. You can go look up for yourself. Just, just look up, look up early um, early first and second century Roman and Greek historians and what they say about Jesus. Well, this one was a Greek, one was a Roman. Both of them, both of them had, had no 
had no affiliation with Jesus. They were not Jew. They were not Christian themselves. One guy, one guy said it was evil, <laughs> but still, you know, was writing about the historical fact. So these people, along with their ancient historians who were not Christian, accepted the fact that Jesus was real, that he was really alive. And Lucian even said that he was crucified. He actually used the word crucified. And then there are there are some. I don't want to have it. I don't know why I don't have it written down here. Um, but there are some that I have read that even recognize that he was found walking after his crucifixion. And so think about this. Think about this. Okay. So Jesus was a real person. You can look in history and you can see you can see factual proof that he was a real man. And you can trace back a lot of the things, you know, that the prophecies in the Bible about him were true. You know, if you were if you were to list some of the prophecies here we can do it right now we can just do it right now it's fine i hope you guys got the time we can just do it right now let's let's pick let's pick some some of the prophecies that the bible says that have nothing to do with divinity they just have to do with with earthly things that that's you know a random person could 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 do just 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 human earthly prophecies that the bible says about jesus so we know one of them was that the messiah will be born in bethlehem that's one well you can look historically and find that jesus was born in bethlehem okay so that one that's one two a messenger will prepare the way all right, so here's another one. A messenger, John the Baptist. We know that John the Baptist was also a real person. You look, you can see historical fact that he was beheaded by Nero himself. You can see that. You can look at that historical fact. John the Baptist was a real person that paved the way, spoke about Jesus and his coming. So that's two. The Messiah will be called king. Even sarcastically, he was called king of the Jews. Again, historical fact. You can find that. I'm pretty sure you can even see some of these historical historical guys even refer to them. Even if it was sarcastic, he was still called king. Another one, uh, Messiah will be betrayed by a friend. Another one, another one. Again, you can find proof. We see Jesus was betrayed by a friend, Judas Iscariot. One of the twelve betrayed him for silver. So another one. That's four. He was sold for thirty pieces of silver. We've seen that. And then those thirty pieces of silver will be used to buy a field. Again, you can see that. The Messiah will stand silent before his accusers. We did not see Jesus say a word. And then his hands and feet will be pierced. You know, they say, um, they say normally in the crucifixion, they tie 
but for the severe, severe cases, they they nailed. So it wasn't uncommon for the Romans to pierce the hands and the feet of the person that they're crucifying. So, you know, in another one, the Bible says, this is crazy. Back in the Old Testament, it prophesied of the crucifixion that he would hang on a tree. You know, the time of that prophecy, the Roman Empire had not come into existence yet. And the Roman Empire is the one who created the crucifixion because it was excruciating. They invented it. So the Bible prophesied something that wasn't even invented yet. I can't wait till we get into the end time stuff, guys. I'm really excited about it. It's coming. It's coming. Um, but because we're going to get into a lot of that and it's going to be exciting. I think you guys are going to get a lot about it. And, and, and for those of you who are on the mission field, you're, you're going to see a lot, a lot of what, what we're going to be talking about. And, and it's, and it's going to get you, get you excited. But anyways, anyways, anyways. So we have, we have eight, right? We have eight. Well, the chance of someone being alive in the time zone since these were written and fulfilling these eight prophecies. I'm sorry, not times. Did I say time zone? I mean, the timeline, the time, time, you know, the timeline, this pres that present age. So in being alive at that time, when these were written, fulfilling these eight prophecies is one and one hundred quadrillion. I've, I've I've done this before, um, so I'm not just I'm not I'm not just making random things up in, in this podcast. I've I've done the, this math and I've done all this before, and um, and I've seen other people do it. So, anyways, so one in one hundred quadrillion. That is the chance, the percentage of all this that happened. So if you were to take, you ever seen a silver dollar? For those of you who don't know what a silver dollar is, it is uh, probably twice the size of a quarter. Probably twice the size of a quarter. Which makes sense because a silver dollar is 50 cents. So that's what I'm talking about. So twice the size of a quarter. So if you were to take... 100 quadrillion silver dollars. You could lay them across the state of Texas two feet deep and marking one with an X, then blindfolding a man or woman. It doesn't have to be a man. It can be a woman too. It can be a child. It could be a grandma, grandpa, it could be anyone. You just hand them a blindfold, shut their eyes, and then you say, all right, you can choose one. That's what that chance is, right? That's crazy. All right. So if you were to add eight more, just eight more, 
Simple. Simple. Eight more prophecies of the, you know, 40-something prophecies that a man can fulfill, such as coming from the line of Judah. All right, we see that. We saw that prophesied. We see that. Born from the, you can see the lineage, the biblical lineage, the historical lineage of Jesus. You could trace back. You know, we talked about him hanging on a tree. Being a descendant of King David, again, you can see that. That was prophesied. That he would speak in parables. Well, we have historical evidence of that because the Bible is historical. You can actually see that these things actually were written. So, you know, if you were to, so that was four, um, to move, move things along. To, so another, to add another, another four, which we could do, but that would be, the chances go to one in quadrodecillion. That is, again, quadrodecillion, which is a one with 45 zeros. Okay. So that's like taking a silver dollar again, that same silver dollar, and covering the earth 30 times the distance to the sun. And I know that sounds like that wouldn't work. I know that sounds like that's absolutely crazy, that whatever. But that's the reality. Is There's only been one Jesus. There's only been one. And there's never going to be anyone else like him. There's never been a single person that's come even close to this. Yeah, okay, people were born in Bethlehem. But how many people in Bethlehem were crucified And not, were they crucified and were and were betrayed by a friend? Okay, well, how many of the people born in Bethlehem were? Here's the thing: people aren't getting crucified anymore, really. Okay, it's not it's not a normal thing. So, I don't really see why people are still waiting for Messiah that's supposed to fulfill these prophecies. Come on, how's that going to happen? We don't live in, in the medieval days. This is before the medieval age. People aren't really burned at the stake either, unless you're somewhere in the Middle East where crazy things are happening. You know, 30 pieces of silver, who uses silver anymore? I mean, come on. That's what I'm saying. Guys, Jesus was real. Jesus was real. You can't, you can't just, you can't pretend like he's not. You can't pretend like these things didn't happen. And, and so that's why, to move, to move along, it's so important that you you have a foundation of of why you believe these things when you go forward. When you're going to step out into the ministry, you can't just you can't just go with, with basic foundation with with, with just just simple. Simple thoughts, simple ideologies. You got to know why. You got to bring some practical into the spiritual to be able to stand in in the face of any opposition and be like, no, 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 no. This is why I believe this. I mean, there is no one that could convince me that Jesus isn't real. No one. 
after 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 spending the time to really get that in me to really understand oh wow when you really look at the prophecies that were given when you look at the historical evidence outside the bible that a man that wasn't a christian that had that, that at the time was doing no you know no favors just, just stood up and said well you know jesus was real I mean, that couldn't even happen today because Jesus would have came today. Man, the media would have censored that stuff so much. Any historian would just would have shot that to the ground and said, nope, nope. Letting that thing go. I mean, think about all the things that happen in the world regarding Christianity that the news does not want to report on. I mean, think about it. All they want to talk about is some, some, some joke Something that doesn't even matter, something made up, something false, something that somebody that that some somebody didn't even say. They just want to make stuff up. I mean, clearly, you look back. This historian, this Roman historian, literally said that it that that it was evil. I mean, come on. He said it was evil. I mean, already, even back then, the media was crazy. The history's books were, were wrong. But just think about it. So so when you when you really have a foundation of what you believe, then you can really you can stand in in the face of anything and not and not fault or not waver, not not even worry. Because I mean, if you if you just have a basic foundation of what the scriptures say, someone can rock that. The average person, no, absolutely not. But when you don't have a, 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 your foot in the ground where you can't be moved, someone eventually is going to come along, and they're going to be like the big bad wolf to the three little pigs, the house that built their the pig that built their house out of sticks, the only one that built their house out of hay, you're going to be just like those. So it's just going to come blow it down. And that shelter that you once thought you had, you're not. It's not going to matter. It's going to be gone. Jesus is real. He really walked on this earth. And now he's... What he had, the power and the authority that he had, he has passed to you. He was real. You are real. If you didn't know that. So walk with assurance into the things that God has called you to do. But make sure you are studying to show yourself approved. As I said before, Know what you believe and why you believe it. And don't let anything shake that. Don't let anything give you doubt. If you have doubt about something, take care of it before you get in a conversation. Take care of it before you 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 put yourself in a position where somebody, something can shake it. And then my last word of advice is don't just know what you believe Know what you don't. Take some time and figure out 
what are some of the doctrines out there that you don't agree with, but you need to know what it is? Do some apologetics on your own. You don't have to go to Bible school. You don't have to go to seminary school. You don't have to go to a university to take an apologetics course. Just just study. What are what are some other other beliefs out there? What are other people saying? What do other people put their faith in? Because when, when you when when you when you know now now you know, but when you know what you just we just talked about Jesus. The, the the statistical evidence that he is who he says he was can't be beat. I mean, it can't be beat. You look at all the religions and how they started, it doesn't even compare to this. And there's no doubt in my mind, you, no one could convince me otherwise. And no one should be able to convince you otherwise. So we're going we're gonna to really dive in going forward. And I know, I know this, this, these, these last couple topics might not be super duper geared towards missions, but it is, they are, and and they're going to be good. And going forward, it's really going to, we're going to really start talking about some topics and I can't, I can't wait, but I really felt like I needed to lay down this foundation and I'm going to refer back to them and I'm going to tell in some, some podcasts and be like, if you haven't listened to episodes 10 and 11 you need to before you listen to this well let me pray for you guys really quick before we're out of time lord i just thank you for everyone listening i just pray that you continue to guide them bless them in everything that they do and we just thank you for giving us assurance that you are who you say you are that you did what you said you would that you did and that you will do what you say you will do father i thank you for the anointing on everyone's life here listening And I just thank you that you will always continue to love them in everything. And in Jesus' name we pray, amen. All right, well, thank you again for joining me, for listening. I want to encourage you to like, review, subscribe, share. Let's get the word out there. I believe that there are people that need to to hear this, need, need to hear these things. So take the time, share it, send it to someone. And uh, most importantly, be blessed. I will see you next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Millennial Missions Podcast. We invite you to visit our website, millennialmissions.org, to read blog posts, find resources, and most importantly, to connect with us. See you next time.